This is episode 147 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, my friend, my name is Jeff Cady. I'm a pastor in the Midwest in the state of Iowa. Good to have you with me today. Richard Foster wrote the book called A Celebration of Discipline, The Path to Spiritual Growth. He wrote it 44 years ago. It sold over 2 million copies. In his chapter called The Discipline of Solitude, he says this, Jesus calls us from loneliness to solitude. The fear of being left alone petrifies people. A new child in the neighborhood sobs to her mother, no one ever plays with me. A college freshman yearns for his high school days when he was the center of attention. Now I'm a nobody, he says. A business executive sits dejected in her office, powerful yet alone. An old woman lies in a nursing home waiting to go home. Our fear of being alone drives us to noise and crowds. We keep up a constant stream of words, even if they're inane. We buy radios that strap to our wrists or fit over our ears so that if no one else is around, at least we're not condemned to silence. T.S. Eliot analyzes our culture well when he writes, Where shall the world be found? Where will the word resound? Not here. There's not enough silence. But loneliness or clatter are not our only alternatives. We can cultivate an inner solitude and silence that sets us free from loneliness and fear. Loneliness is inner emptiness. Solitude is inner fulfillment. Let me ask you, Pastor, these were Richard Foster's words, page 96 of his book, Celebration of Discipline. Let me ask you, how often are you in silence and solitude? How often do you just step away from the noise, from the clamor, from ministry? And instead of working in the ministry, work on, no, not the ministry, work on you. Work on your relationship with God. How long has it been since you found inner fulfillment through solitude? Also in this chapter, just a few pages over, he talks about the dark night of the soul. And he says, what is the dark night of the soul involved? We may have a sense of dryness, aloneness, even lostness. Any overdependence on the emotional life is stripped away. The notion often heard today that such experiences should be avoided, that we should always live in peace and comfort and joy and celebration, it only betrays the fact that much contemporary experiences surface slush. The dark night is one of the ways God brings us into a hush, a stillness, so that he may work an inner transformation upon the soul. You know, we have to be sometimes quiet, in solitude, and in silence in order to hear God working inside of us, in order to have God work inside of us. I remember the days when I had to sit in my son's intensive care room, and all I could hear was the noise of his respirator, the noise of his breathing and of his aid to breathe. And I would just sit by myself for hours at a time. And I can tell you, perhaps partly it was the experience, but partly it was the solitude. My son was out. He was in a coma. It was just me 
Oftentimes, other family members would be out of the room. Sometimes they would have gone home or gone back to the hotel room to sleep, and I would sit there by myself. Man, God did such a work in my heart in those days and in those hours when I was all by myself in solitude and in silence in terms of any conversation with another person or even in terms of a conversation with myself or with God. I just sat in solitude and in silence and looked at my son and sat there with my thoughts. Pastor, don't wait for a tragedy to strike, to take the opportunity to sit in solitude and silence. I often like to take long car rides by myself. I like to drive. I like to be alone. And I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to music. But I also like to just turn it all off and just to drive and just to sit there with my thoughts, to sit there in silence and allow God to begin to work in my heart. In this book by Richard Foster, he's got this whole section on solitude, the discipline of solitude, steps into solitude, and the benefits of solitude in our life. He writes, the fruit of solitude is increased sensitivity and compassion for others. There comes a new freedom to be with people. Pastor, do you need an increased sensitivity and compassion for others? Man, I tell you, I do. I do. I've been in I've been in the game for a long time. And there are times surprising to me when I seem to have compassion fatigue and caring fatigue. And honestly, I just want to get away. And I think those moments when we want to get away, we just need to get away. We need to just sit in silence and sit with God and sit with our thoughts. There are more messages incoming in our lives than ever in the history of mankind, which necessitates a greater urgency for us to sit in solitude and in silence. It's a discipline that we would do well to practice and do well to incorporate into our life. Just some thoughts, some random thoughts on a Monday. I hope that they cause you to think. They cause you to consider. They cause you maybe to think thoughts that you don't normally think about yourself and about your relationship with God and about how you're managing your ministry vocation right now. So thoughts for you. Carry them with you throughout the day. See what God does with them. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast. podcast.